It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, a huge welcome. We have been doing this now for 13 years, and we are listening to in over 30 countries around the world. And honestly, it is because of all of our amazing divas, our tribe, our guests, everybody that's really been a part of our movement. And we're so grateful and thankful to each and every one of them. And we're so happy that you've joined us, too. All right, I'm so excited about today. I'm going to be welcoming a brand new diva to our family. We have not had the opportunity to have her on our program today, so this is going to be absolutely fantastic. Her name is Tracy Thompson, and I am excited to have her today. So, Tracy, welcome to the Divas That Care. Thank you. Welcome to me. Yay. Yay. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you. I know that this is, I think you were mentioning to me before, this is your very first interview. It is. I'm very excited about it, too. Oh, wow. Well, I'm excited that you're able to share everything on the Divas That Care for the first time. Well, and I have to share with you that I'm really excited to just be called a diva in the first place. (laughs) I love it. I love that. So would you mind, you know, kind of introducing yourself. Tell us where you're from, a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, Tracy Thompson, and business name is Becoming Me with Coach T, T for the Tracy, obviously, but um, I am in Alberta, Canada, an hour west of Edmonton, the capital, and I do my life coaching of women entrepreneurs from my home, which is where I'm speaking to you from now. And we are in wildfires <laughs> season here, and we have evacuees in the in the house, so to speak, and literally and figuratively. So it's uh, it's an interesting little life that I have. But I'm glad to have that flexibility and that availability to be able to give refuge to family who has been evacuated right now. You know what? I love that. And thank you so much for doing that. I I completely understand. Our family has been dealing with the same situation that you're going through. And we've had to move people around and shuffle things. So we really, that's amazing when people step up and able to help out. Well, you want to be able to help in some way. And this is the best way that I can I'd be able to help. Happy to. Oh, awesome. So tell me, how did you decide to become a life coach? I know people often will say that it didn't happen. I didn't decide it happened to me. And as cliche as that does sound, that's exactly what happened in my case. I am a fitness um, coach with, I do not have my certification to be a personal trainer, but however, I am a fitness coach in the direct marketing company of Beachbody that is now rebranded and called Body, capital B-O-D, small I. That is their platform. And that started about seven years ago. And I got into that and I was all excited and gung-ho and I was going to change the world with fitness and wellness. And one of the pillars of the company was this personal development piece. And as soon as I delved into it and read a first couple of books and was interested in like people like the authors of Maxwell, John Maxwell and Zig Ziglar and different ones like that, I was so hooked that I couldn't help but just share 
But the problem was I was oversharing in my groups that I had, my online fitness groups. And I was oversharing to the point where I was trying to cram this information that I was so excited about down people's throats. And they weren't really interested in it in that sense, the same way that I was. Because yeah. the pe- people that had joined the fitness groups, they were there to maybe lose a few pounds, fit into an outfit, you know, be ready for an event or a reunion, something like that. They weren't interested in, and I just found that I was, I was doing it all upside down. When wellness is, like physical wellness and fitness is a aspe- an aspect of overall fit, uh, wellness, right? And once I realized that and had that kind of aha moment, then everything changed. I need to be a life coach because then I can put, I can um, umbrella the into that. So that's what happened, and I had a very mm, synchronistic moment, I guess I'll call it, when one of my fellow coaches in Beachbody at the time, I happened to catch a live that she was doing, and she was talking about her life coach and how she had just come from this appointment, and she was sharing essentially her aha moment that she had had with that. And it was at the right time and the right place for me to hear it, and I always try to listen to the signs that I get like that. So I called yes. her up. Yeah. And I had a meeting with her over Zoom. And uh, within 24 hours, I was enrolled in a life coaching school and the same one that she had taken. Um, I was just so excited about it because I just saw everything aligned perfectly. And I was like, okay, things don't align this perfectly unless it's 100% right for you. And I love the program that I was enrolled with. Oh, my so. gosh. That's fantastic. I love hearing stories like that. It's it's really inspiring because that's kind of how I feel about life. You never know where your journey is going to take you. But, you know, you, sometimes you get all these little nuggets and they're like, it's mm-hmm. kind of trying to push you that way. And I'm like, go with it because it was meant to be. Well, and my theory now is that if you don't listen to those smaller moments like that, Sooner or later, you're going to get hit with that, what I call the cosmic two-by-four, and mm-hmm. where you have no choice but to listen, right? Yep. And I've been hit with it a couple of times. It's not comfortable, so I'm learning to better listen to the smaller nudges before I'm yes. pushed off the cliff, essentially, in that sense. Oh, I love it. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your business, because I love, I love the name of it, to be honest, and I want to know why you decided <laughs> to call it that. Um, and then, yeah, share a little bit more about that. So it is becoming me, and me is both, it has double meaning. It's the authentic you that we dive into when you're enrolled with coaching with me, but it also stands for more empowered. So what we do is we work at digging out or rooting out, uprooting, I guess would be a better term, the limiting beliefs that we all hold, and we all hold some, but it's it's geared towards entrepreneurial women, and to be specific right now, and it's entrepreneurial women that are more emerging or have just changed from one phase of their business to another, and it's something that's kind of relatively new to them. And I try to address more of the money blocks and the limiting beliefs around our financial status and sales and just being able to ask for the sales 
And in that sense, it's more authentic, coming from a place of love, and to be specific, self-love. Because here's the thing that I have it. And I actually just had this this morning, so it's another one of those cosmic signs and nuggets that I feel was put in front of me for for today. I was talking to someone this morning, and I said, you know, we have this thought that self-care is a luxury when it's not. Self-care is essential for people who actually um, self-love. That's just an, It's just natural. But we have this we have this idea in our head that it's of this luxury and we feel guilty when we practice self-care. Now we've all been told that self-care is is needed, but we still feel guilty when we practice it unless we are able to root out those limiting beliefs first and believe that we are actually worthy and deserving of the self-care. Does that make sense? It does. I love that. Yeah. So that's kind of the, that's my that's my market. And I'm working with women that, you know, they they are they're so highly skilled and talented, but they're a little bit trepidous when it comes to actually asking for a sale or being able to put themselves out there into the market. And I kind of tripped on that when I first graduated from both the um, the life coach training that I took and the EFT or the tapping and. You're, if you're all excited, you're gung-ho, everybody congratulates you, you've got these new letters behind your name, and you're all ready to go, but there's nothing that bridges that gap so that you know what you're doing. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. saying that I'm a business coach in that sense, but I am a coach for business and that money mindset in the sense that you believe in yourself enough so that you are able to do all of the strategic moves that a business coach will able be able to help you with. So what is your ideal person to work with? Well, I love working with women who have just graduated and who are, you know, even just coming up with, what do I do? How do I find my ideal client? Well, you need to know yourself before you can find that ideal client. Um, I like to work with those ones who have, you know, maybe they've just decided to expand their business and I don't know what to do because everybody's used to me working with this capacity right now and now I want to go bigger. But I'm afraid that I'm going to repel clients and they won't be attracted to me if I ask for more money for my services. So my my I'm geared towards um, speaking to those women and saying, and, and getting them to the point where they are comfortable asking for money because they know that they are worth it. And we work through those limiting beliefs and those old thoughts that are, because they play on repeat and it doesn't matter if you're just freshly graduated or certified or got letters on behind your name or you're expanding, those old beliefs just keep repeating and rising to the surface until we deal with them. You know, and I find, too, that it's just a lot of women in general have this issue. Yes. They have a hard time asking for, yes. you know, the business, for the, the money. Yep. And I always yep. wonder, is it is it ingrained in us? Is it our personality? Like, what is it that does that? Well, it's interesting because I follow Bruce Lipton, and I'm a huge fan of his. And our belief system is all pretty much in place by our ripe old age of seven. So 
And we, at, at that age, we're in that theta brainwave where we are just little sponges that absorb everything around us. And I've had such great examples to be able to walk the talk <laughs> with grandkids now that I, I, you know, I wish I could have a do-over on motherhood when my kids were that age. But I do have this the chance to, you know, work within those parameters now that I do have grandkids. And I'm so conscious of the way that we speak to them or even speak to each other and one another when they are around because they are taking 100% of what we are saying in. And the problem with that is they take everything literally. So a great example is, um, you know, you're looking after your kid and you say your, your child, your grandkid, whatever the case is, and you are looking out for their safety but you tell them something about, you can't climb on that. The only thing that they hear is you can't. And we've already begun to instill those limiting beliefs in their little minds because that's all they hear. And now they figure that they can't and they're either going to be in trouble or, you know, another example of something and whatever it may be, they figure they're not worthy because no, you can't have that, or no, we don't do that. Good girls, good boys, don't do that. Don't, you know? And if they step outside of this norm or this frame that we've given them, then they figure they're not worthy or they're bad. It's it's so intriguing to me. I love listening to his work because you see it in real time now with our little grandkids because they are in those first seven years, a good majority of them. And so it makes you so much more aware of how you speak to one another. Fascinating to me. It's just fascinating to me. And you can go back in your own mind because we do all have limiting beliefs. They're placed there, you know, teachers, guardians, mentors, whoever is in your life at that age. And you can go back in your memory. I have one that I I like to use because my dad was, I'll just say it, he was a hard ass. (laughs) I won't lie. And it was my way or the highway. But the one good thing that he did instill in me, and we grew up on a farm, is if I was ever in the house and just sitting around doing nothing, he would say, why aren't you out doing such and such? There's nothing wrong with you. So I have to say that although that was not his intention and he didn't realize what he was doing, he actually instilled in me a very empowering belief because I have been blessed with great health my whole life. And I firmly believe that a good part of that is because I have always believed that there's nothing wrong with me. And in that, yeah, and in that sense, that's how you can kind of heal your body too if you follow um, the likes of uh, people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, right? It's it's mind of a matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it all just melds together. And I just find it fascinating. And when I when I integrate the the EFT, the tapping into coaching practices, it's really effective at getting to the root of whatever that limiting belief is. And it's usually just one or two that are holding you back. It's played on repeat inside your head, whether you're aware of it or not. And it holds you back, you know, in your subconscious. So once we get to that and we can uproot it and then you realize, oh, that's not even maybe my belief, that was the belief of someone else, 
Um, maybe that med might have applied at the time, but it's no longer applicable. Things like that. And then when you realize, when your conscious mind realizes that, then you can work with it. Because now you've shone a light on it and it's like, oh my God, that's not even my belief. You, you wouldn't <laughs> believe the responses that you get from people. Yeah. It's like, Do you find that more people are more open to it these days? 100%. Yeah, and I love that that it is that way because you can actually have a conversation with people and you're not looked at like a woo-woo freak. <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago, we would people were not as open as they are today. No. And what I love about it is I think part of the reason for that is because the science is now out in the open to back up what all of what we thought was woo-woo back in the day and myself included. Myself included because even the EFT is relatively new to me. I just graduated last uh, summer with it. And it is such a simple, gentle tool, but so effective and powerful that it's deceiving. I I would probably, I don't know if I would have believed it as well if I had not had the experience that I did back in 2020 when my mom passed away. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I wasn't able to catch my breath. And I was open to anything. Like somebody would have told me that I had to do something crazy, I'd have done it because I was desperate. I was having anxiety attacks. I was executor on her will. And I was going through school, doing a bunch of homework. And I was just stressed right out. And then a friend suggested, well, she asked me, have you ever tried tapping? And at that time, I hadn't. I'd seen it maybe once or twice, like on a passing social feed and I was like no but I'm willing to try she walked me through the sequence of how to do it and she didn't even do it on a zoom call so I couldn't even see her so she literally described it to me and what I had to do oh, wow <laughs> yeah and it was crazy within 24 hours I was able to catch my breath and I was I was a big huge proponent of it and a believer and that was the rest was history on that because I said if this is that powerful I immediately saw how that could benefit people with literally anything in their life. And it's usually introduced as a stress management tool. That's how most people are introduced to it. And we tend to overlook it as a transformative tool that can be used in a coaching practice like it is. But it it's amazing. I use it on a daily basis now. And I'm in fact I'm that using is fantastic. it fantastic. Yeah. I'm well, using I, it now through through all of this fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, and that's important. And I love how people are starting to mix and match mo different modalities. That, to me, is the most amazing part of it, is that, you yeah. know, there's one person over here doing this and that person over there, and then somebody's like, well, why don't we do them together? And I think yeah. that's when we're seeing even more benefits than we could have even imagined. Benefits and success, and then people themselves are the best advertisers and marketers that you've got because they will – use word of mouth, you've got to try this, you've got to try this, this is how it works for me. It's it's amazing, yeah. And I love that I've got my own story to be able to tell people with, you know, how it really That's exactly is that it. powerful. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that is fantastic. Okay, so tell me, what other things do you do? In what sense do you mean that? Well, now I'm thinking, okay, you're doing this, and obviously you've really, the things that you've learned, which I find is 
absolutely great is you're now using it in your own life and you're using it around you and you're inspiring the people not only in your family but you obviously your friends too which i think this is this is great because that's what we want we want that trickling that effect that we can pay it forward with the things that we learn and our knowledge and when we fix ourselves we just want to help so many people around us that's what i find anyways yes we do and i have to say i have to be really cautious in that sense because i almost I get so excited about it that I almost have this verbal diarrhea around it. And we have to be careful to not fall in love, so in love with our modality and our tools and our practice that we're doing that. Because then I find I'm at risk of doing what I was doing before when I was trying to cram the the wellness, the overall wellness down people's throats when I was just doing strictly fitness, right? So I do have to be cautious in that sense and kind of, you know, rein it in sometime. And sometimes it's like, okay, let's just not fly that freak flag quite so freely today. <laughs> to judge, your, judge your circumstances and who is around and how is it going to be received. Because that is part of it too. Because you don't want to you be looked at as somebody who is flaky and do harm to the yeah. power that you are actually blessed with if that makes sense so i do yeah i'm a little cautious around you know close friends and family of course they know what i do but in a social setting i'm i'm not the one sitting in the corner tapping it's like oh my god i need to tap no Um, i'm not i'm not i'm not doing that that, at least not quite yet but um and and, yeah i was gonna say tracy how can our listeners get a hold of you they can get a hold of me. Uh website is uh becoming me with coach dot com, all one word. And I am on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram as becoming me with coach T as well. And you if you need to find me, that's where I'm at. And yeah, I can give you my phone number where I uh schedule and take all my calls if you want that too. That would be perfect. Okay, so it's seven eight zero. Nine one five two six two one. Thank you so much. I've had so much fun. Last question I do have for you today, if you don't mind, do you have any last minute maybe tips, tools, things that our listeners can take home with them? Oh man, I would say the biggest thing is learn how to listen to your body, which was probably one of the biggest and most difficult and challenging things for me to begin doing. And it's not, it's it's simple, but it's not necessarily easy. But when you're feeling a pain in your neck or you're feeling something somewhere, try to just be still for a few minutes and listen to it because nine times out of ten, although yes, you may have pulled a muscle doing something, it's not necessarily the only thing that your body's trying to tell you because there's so many messages that we just don't hear only because we're not listening. And if you get quiet and do listen, your body will tell you, you know what, maybe it's time that you took time for yourself for this. And when you start practicing those self-care things like that and have some sort of a practice where you're able to just get even just for a few minutes. If you're not the meditating type, just get quiet and just go do a body scan on your on yourself. Head to toe. Do it quick. 
feel quiet. It's like what, and just ask the question, put it out there. What does my body have to tell me today? Because there are messages within your body always. It is the most intelligent being that ever existed. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I've really enjoyed this. Thank you. I could chat oh. all day. <laughs> well, you have, we're going to definitely have you back. I have a feeling that you're going to be a regular on our program. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. You also, Tracy. And guys, I'm going to be posting Tracy's information on all of our social media because I really want you guys to check her out. She's absolutely fantastic, isn't she? And congratulations on your first podcast. We're so happy that we were able to do this with you today, Tracy. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and for all of you, make sure that you check out all of our other programs on thedivasthatcare.com. We have so many amazing guests, hosts, everybody you want to check out. And plus, today, we're so excited we've launched our brand new Our Mothers, Our Daughters anthology. And that is now live on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Chapters, anywhere you can pick up a book. So make sure you go check that out. Check out all those amazing stories because that's what we like to do on the Divas That Care is that we put our stories together in anthologies from all of our amazing guests that have been on the Divas That Care. Again, thank you to my amazing guest, Tracy, and thank you to all of you guys. We hope that you remember to do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.